Welcome back to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John Hoey. Thank you so much for joining us today. This is our Monday show, and we talk about news on uh, everything that's going on in Star Wars. So uh, everyone needs a hype man, and who better to be your hype man than Silent Bob, right, guys? So we'll get into exactly what that means. Kevin Smith is loving on Star Wars with his set visits once again. Uh, but he got more specific this time. But before we get into specifics, so let's say hi to Lacey and James. Guys, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed your weekend. Hope you recovered from our feisty conversation this past Thursday. But now it's time to get back into uh, some good times. So uh, what's going on? How are you? Uh, are we still on speaking terms, John? <laughs> well, I did you get my letter? I wrote you a handwritten calligraphy, long form message in a bottle. Snail bomb. mail? You yeah. expected to get here by Monday? I threw in the ocean. You didn't <laughs> Over get the it? weekend? The ocean I'm going to put you reach... both in timeout if you don't stop. <laughs> the ocean doesn't reach Ohio, I guess. Sorry, I forgot. What's up, Lacey? Nothing. Ready to not argue about Star Wars. You know what, though? And this is a complete guess because obviously we're recording this before a lot of people have seen the episode. I think it was received really well. I think it went really well. <laughs> Imagine it goes terribly. <laughs> we're yeah. not even a podcast anymore. Um, no, but I guess it wasn't as bad as I had thought it would be in terms of it being uh, controversial or whatever, or us being aggressive to each other. At least what early reactions were for our patrons anyway. But guys, um, are you excited to talk about uh, the last shot in The Rise of Skywalker, even though we don't know specifics? I feel like every week we're like, are you guys ready to talk about that thing that we don't know about, but we're going to just assume things? And we're like, all right. I mean, speculating (laughs) speculating is honestly 90% of Star Wars podcasting. So who are we kidding? (laughs) It's totally true. But uh, speaking of speculation, let's hop into this week's poll results. We know he is returning in some way. But do you think we will physically see Ian McDiarmid back as Palpatine in The Rise of Skywalker? Direct question, yes or no answers, and the results are in. 58% of you said yes, we will see the man himself, Ian McDiarmid, in the makeup, back as Palpatine at some point in some way in The Rise of Skywalker, meaning only 42% of you said no. Um, so... Uh, I am not surprised by this week's results. I think, um, maybe actually we thought it would have been a little bit more. I am, I'm right with them. Uh, the bulk of the people here. I, I think that, uh, we will see him. You got one more shot. He's not getting any younger. It just makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Lacey James, what were your thoughts, uh, on how people voted? How did you vote? And what do you think overall? I, I'm not surprised that most people said that he's going to show up because people want him to. I yes, think that's yeah. playing a big part of this. I think also because at Celebration, he was on stage to say, roll it again. I think a lot of people are assuming <laughs> no, he's going to be true. in it. And especially JJ talking about it, saying he was on set. It's just kind of like all signs are pointing to that he's going to show up. Um, but then the no people, I feel like those are people that just don't want him in it. I feel like that's where this lies is, yes, he wants, I want him to be in it. He's going to be in it. And no, I don't want him to be in it. I don't think he's going to be in it. Hmm. You still think there's people who don't think he's going to be in it? Like Palpatine? Well, isn't that the question? Well, I think it was more of the physical manifestation of the actor himself. I think that people are assuming he might not be in it, but his voice might. Oh, gotcha. Interesting. However, I think he's going to be there. I think he's going to be in it. James? 
Yeah, I'm not surprised that yes won. What I am surprised is that no is as high as it is for mm-hmm. what we're kind of discussing right here. I understand that the question is, will he physically be in it? But I'm thinking, like, is there any indication that he isn't going to physically be in it? I mean, I guess the trailer didn't show him. The, we only heard his voice, so that's a clue. But I feel like that's just a tease, right? Mm-hmm. He was there. He's in person. He's on the press. He's doing stuff for this movie. I don't th- like the way they're referring to this as bringing him back. So to me, this is, you know, I don't know. Will, will Daisy Ridley physically be in the movie? Well, yes. <laughs> is yeah. that, I know it's not the same. <laughs> I'm just saying it's to me, it seems so obvious, but I don't know. I mean, I guess we had that big speculation on what it could be, and there are options that they could bring him back, and it wouldn't be. But it, it does seem too odd that they would only ever have his voice. He just you know? talks right. through Vader's mask, and you just the, the camera just points to Vader's mask, and you just hear his voice. <laughs> even then, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, even if they wanted to do like a Sentinel or something, I feel yeah. like it would still be him. Well, don't, right? don't, don't talk about that. Don't, you know, spoiler yeah. alert later in the episode, maybe question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but imagine like JJ is a very, I like to think he's a protective guy of, and, and, and Lacey, you kind of always say this. He, he always knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? They wouldn't, like you say, bring him out on stage. And do that if he's not going to be like more than just like an echo in the back in one part of the movie, you know? So Right. That's the big thing is they brought him out on stage man, physically yeah. to then play the trailer again. Like that's a moment that they created yeah. and what someone had to pitch that moment. Yeah. Only the, the only thing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which, which he confirmed is an old old take from Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's the thing is he says it's an old take, but he was still on set. JJ said he didn't know how it got out and he was physically on stage at Celebration. Like Disney was like, yes, please come to this panel and have the biggest moment in the panel. He's like, yeah, what do you say? He's like, roll the clip. (laughs) Roll it again. No, I know. I'm joking. Oh, yeah. like, who doesn't know that? <laughs> that McDermott's like, I'm interrupting making all this money with these autographs so I can go up there and say, roll it again, but fine, I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Now we had a best comment. And again, you know, this guy, forget Palpatine. This guy is the ultimate villain when it comes to stealing the spotlight of our comments on the poll results. Evan Harris Harris Ev9 again. Hi, Evan. With the likes. I guess he just knows what people like because he always gets the most likes on these things. But he said, yes, physically, there has to be a way for Ray and Kylo to defeat him or bring an end to him. And I can't see that being done unless he's in a physical manifestation. So Evan thinks it will be McDermott and not the rumored, uh, you know, a clone version or something, I guess. But yeah, uh, good job. Good job there, Evan. And that is the poll results. Let us know what you guys think. Obviously, Palpatine's going to be a hot topic as we get not talking about the uh, the goth store. A hot topic leading up to <laughs> the rise of Skywalker, uh, especially as more footage comes out. And imagine we see something with him in the BTS reel at the 23 like you see the hood from behind or something. Like or even cool. just a clip of Ian talking about how, what it means to be back on set. And he's like the 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 like nicest, you know. Because you know amazing. they interviewed he's, him. Yeah, you, you, it's just amazing that he's 
Palpatine. He just uh, is a good actor. Good job. All right, guys. So now it is time to fire up the Resistance Report, and let's get into what's going on in uh, the latest Star Wars news. James, what's up, man? It's the Resistance. All right. Well, we've done... What did, what did we do? We did Daisy Ridley first is on the press run. Yeah. And then yep. uh, right. who else was on the press run like the week later? I can't remember exactly who it was, but Someone else now we've got movie, Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah, we've got Kevin Smith talking about his movies and somehow one way or another, somebody's like, does this guy have any sort of connection to Star Wars? Let's see if we can get some <laughs> Star Wars out of him, right? It's the same thing every time. Um, we know back from, you know, a while ago, Kevin Smith visited the set and we talked about that. He did his reaction. He talked a lot about this stuff, but he is still at it. And he is saying that, you know, there he was there and they were, they were on the set of the final frame or the final scene of the movie. Um, and we're going to talk a lot about this, so I'm not going to go into too many details, but he just says he had the the opportunity to see it, and even J.J. Abrams was like, dude, don't. Like, don't go in there. Don't see it. You're going to want to be part of the audience. The stuff that's going on in there is just going to be so crazy. You don't. You just don't want it ruined by any means. Like, you've been on sets before. You've had things, and you know the, the like, pre, like, when you have... Uh, advanced knowledge of things that stuff's cool don't don't on this one like let this be a theater thing and so i mean john you said it in the title of the show like he's the biggest hype man he's not telling us anything right he's just telling us that it's gonna be insane uh lacy when you heard this news i mean did this get you more excited or or were you like you know yeah whatever on this I believe I tweeted something along the lines of this movie's going to end me because if <laughs> you have Kevin Smith, who's already said that he cried on set, uh, saying that he was told by all the crew members that it would melt his mind, this last mm-hmm. scene. And then he was like about to go in and JJ's like, man, as a film fan, as a Star Wars fan, you don't want to do this. And he's like, oh, you're right, man. It makes me wonder what the last scene is because it has to be something that every Star Wars fan knows. It has to be. Because if it was some unknown thing, then it wouldn't melt his mind necessarily because I feel like you have to know what it is as soon as you walk on set. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. You know, it's funny though because I was thinking you were going to say the exact opposite of what you just said. Because I think it's got to be something we know is if it is in fact going to melt my mind, then when I see it, I feel like it has to be something that I couldn't even imagine. And I right. I feel like you've imagined all the possibilities. Like, oh, what if it's it's Palpatine's there and they're on the Death Star and then like Luke Skywalker shows up. It's like, I could imagine some pretty crazy stuff, but like, I feel like what he's describing is something that's like so unimaginable that but it's going to melt our minds. But I don't think they were shooting the final scene. It was just the set of the last scene. So if there's that's no fair. actors, nobody's shooting, it's just the set itself, that's walking into a room and turning on the lights. So if you walk in a room and turn on the lights, if you have no context, it has to be where it is, the setting. So the setting has to be something that every Star Wars fan is going to be like, oh now, my God. Does that make you think that it can't be like Tatooine or something? Because no, I think it yeah. could be. 
Why wouldn't they? Really? Because they they were they went to Jordan, and I don't know if they went to Tunisia or not. You probably can't because of the I think it was war uh, war zone or, or dangerous at that time. So maybe they did they rebuild the homestead because uh, they went back and filmed there for the prequels and the actual location. I mean, I, I, I honestly know. think it could be like a Naboo burial chamber or something where it's like something that you Ooh. know, but like. Darth Vader's grave, Padme's grave. The final grave. shot of the movie? That seems so dark. No, not if it's like a a celebratory thing. Yeah, I'm I I can't even begin to guess. I have nothing. Uh, I I don't know. I wonder how loose the term final shot is. You yeah, know? that's true too. Like cuz yeah. is it like They the said the last under- scene is it like the underwater, like, or it's been underwater for, you know, however many years throne room? And it's just like, I don't know. Cause the question that was posed was, have you, do you know how it ends? What is the last scene of the movie? And he said he had the choice to see the last yeah, scene the of last the movie. Scene. So it has to be something that every Star Wars fan knows. It has to be. So, well, the, his quote is, <laughs> "They, he, I went, I went up to, I went up to JJ and told him that the crew said I should see the set, and JJ said, "Don't." I said, "Why?" And JJ said, "It's the last shot of the movie." Yeah. So it has to be a set. First of all, they weren't shooting the scene. He said, "I have to see the set." They weren't shooting it, so that has to be a setting that everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I just don't know what the heck it could be that would melt my mind. Lars Homestead would not melt my mind cuz I don't it, think it, it would melt mine either. Maybe yeah. Endor? I would actually be annoyed if it was Lars Homestead. Coruscant? No. Oh, Jedi I hate Temple. Coruscant. I I, I know you Lacey hate it, but I'm trying about... to think of like what would be be like. <laughs> it You're would like, melt oh everyone's gosh. mind except mine. Yeah. Mustafar, <laughs> like it's got to be something that everyone's like, "Yeah, I love this shit." Yeah. Hmm. What if it's something like, well, it's the last shot of the movie and it's not so much about location, but there's a Yoda puppet in there, you know, or something. Right, 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 right. What if Um, there's like, when he walks in, it's like Luke's X-Wing, you know, or something. And it's like, okay, that's going to spoil the end of the movie. Or it's not so much a location thing. Yoda puppet and also Standy's placeholders of Qui-Gon Anakin, Leia, and all the Force ghosts or something. See, but now you're getting into characters. They said it's just the set. No, the last shot of the movie. Doesn't mean he it said, has to be a set. Yeah, but he said, I, they said, I need to see the set. And he goes, you don't want to see that set. It is the last shot of the movie. Well, okay. But I could still see that being like, if they do happen to have like a, a stand-in, and saying like, but they had already like said, go in that room, just take a look, look around, you'll see what we're talking about, right. and it's like a thing that says Luke, Qui Gon, and I know, right. but they Yoda. said that they had already shot it though. Like he said that the people on the set had already seen it, they already knew it, they wish they hadn't seen it, so it had to be just a set. This is one I, of those. This here, is one of those clips thing. that I wish we could like save. <laughs> just just to go back and relive this conversation after the movie's out. Make a note of sitting it. Here, yeah. Make an alert goes, on your Google calendar of go yeah. back to this conversation. Then Smith yeah. said, then I told him, now I really want to see it. And Abram said, you don't want to be spoiled. You want to be in a theater when this happens. Trust me. 
when it sounds, this happens. It sounds like a shot, not necessarily just the set. It's mm. like go into that room, that's the set, but mm. the shot is set up. Oh, yeah. Oh. I almost feel like it, it is kind of like that. Like there, there might be something in that room that we're like, dude, go check out the set. Like when you, they're saying set, but it's like when you walk in there, you'll see it and you'll know. And the, and then JJ's like, dude, don't go in there. That's the last shot of the movie. You don't want to see what's in that room. It's gonna be you know? it's gonna be like um, standees for everyone. So you're gonna see like a cardboard thing of Qui Gon. You're gonna see Yoda. You're gonna see Obi Wan. You're gonna see um, Luke. And then Hayden Christensen's actually in the room, and they just, just leave waiting. him in there the whole time. <laughs> he's just yeah, waiting. he's just in there. Yeah, they're like going there. Hayden's in there. He's throwing. He's playing with a yo yo right now. He's just like, hey guys, redemption for me. <laughs> Kevin Smith's like you want to be in Jane Silent Bob reboot let's go so I have a question guys would you yeah. go see it no uh, episode 9 probably there he is <laughs> if you were with JJ and he said you can go see it but it's going to ruin it for you would you look I wouldn't um, but I know you would I, I, I would. totally would <laughs> yeah he, here's yeah. I mean we're, we're in a different position though like that is a that right there is a once in a lifetime thing like right yeah, you're still that, on to me you're still there you don't have to go in that room no I know but what I'm saying is like John, I, I kind of call your bluff I think you would look I Hell think no. having that information and if we're going on a on a trip and something like that, I, I think all of the stuff that happens on that trip is subsequently more valuable to me and my life and my memories yeah. than being in that theater. I think that like being I'd be able to theater, write about it. I agree. I wouldn't be able to go I wouldn't be able to like go to Star Wars News and be like, I'm just gonna ruin my whole life by spoiling this. No. We're not even talking about that. We're talking about yeah. in your life you could say you went on that set. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I, and you, you would be like, yeah, you know I actually, what? can I, I be honest? JJ showed me this room. No. I knew this stuff was coming up. Being there, just there and seeing other sets that maybe aren't as important and, you know, being in Pinewood would be enough for me. I, I don't need to see the last shot of the movie. Well, this is good news for us, Lacey, because if this ever does happen, (laughs) then we get to hold that over John's head for a long time. You guys go and I won't. And then I guess his last quote, what did he say here? I guess that was pretty much it. I found it funny, though. He was like, I had my heart attack and JJ wrote to me and was like, you need to pull through, man, because if you do, I'll let you on the set. He's like, so I got better. And I was like, hey, man, remember when you said I could come? (laughs) He imagine said he was ma- that guy. Imagine if yeah. JJ was like, um, I got bad news, Kev. You're not going to be able no, to visit episode No, you got to do the voice. Nine. What? You got to do the voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can't tell a story and not do it. All right. Um, I'm going to do it in my normal tone, JJ voice, though. Uh, hey, Kev, it's JJ. Um, I have some <laughs> bad news. I know I said uh, if you recover, you can come to the set. And uh, 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 I can't do that. Uh, Kathy told me that uh, I can't do that. And she's the boss. And, uh, but good luck with your reboot, though. And, you know, the whole health thing. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> but, plus, you wouldn't want to see the end of it anyway. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be, be in- incredible. 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 <laughs> Satisfying, magical, passion, project. It's all there. And, uh, it, it, it's going to be great. You don't uh, want to that's open funny. That's box. actually a live action, uh, like press quote that Kevin Smith got on the set. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. The fact that like he said, like JJ was very just almost like in like emphatic and like, like impassioned and saying, you don't want to go. In yeah. There. Experience like, this as a fan. He said yeah. it wasn't like a director or somebody in charge 
Mm-hmm. It, it felt like he was telling them, like, as a friend, as a movie fan, as a as a Star film. Wars fan. Yeah. So yeah. he said he just got the vibe that he Honestly, was like, dude, don't do this to yourself. It was almost like Obi-Wan talking to Anakin, like, don't do this. You don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. and then Kevin Smith's the like, chosen one. Yeah, you JJ opens the door. There's my curiosity. <laughs> and he just walks in. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Kevin's like, but my friends are in there. <laughs> but here's, here's the thing about Kevin Smith, though. Yeah, my friends are in there. <laughs> He he's like the die if I don't go save them. People are in the comments like you're gonna have to delete your comments because I'm gonna save them for you. They're gonna be like, well, Kevin Smith hypes everything and he cried about Batman versus Superman and blah blah blah. It's like, yeah, we know that, but he never got into specifics. He's talking about that they they not something he saw, just that they told him it's the last shot of the movie and you do not want to be spoiled. So to me. This isn't Boss Nass holding a globe over his head. This mm-hmm. isn't the group shot at the end of Return of the Jedi, like everybody squeeze in and smile. This is going to be something that is going to be special and not necessarily a twist, but something that's going to be like, wow. That's, I wonder. That's, it, oh, that's not just some kind of let's just end it. Yeah, I wonder if it sets it up for other things. I don't know. Like, yeah. obviously, it would end it in a way that we feel great about it and we're mm-hmm. satisfied. Sure. But uh, in a way that might set it up for other trilogies or other shows. It has me, this is, it's like a non-news story, but it has me so excited. Again, one, because I I can't figure, like even remotely guess what it is. And two, like I say, it's not going to be one of those, there's the bow, let's tie it, group photo, and we're gone. There's something more to the end, clearly. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you guys want to talk comic books? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kevin Smith after walks in and it's just a room full of comic books. Yeah. After all this yeah. excitement, um, yeah. we do have a couple of the stories that came out of San Diego Comic-Con, one of which was that uh, they officially announced this Rise of Kylo Ren four-issue comic miniseries. Yes. Um, the interesting thing about this in particular, they, they released the, one of the covers or at least like some sort of like temporary art or something, but it has color Ren's front and center and then the Knights of Ren all behind him. So it's like, cool. That's the story we've been waiting for. And it's like the explanation of this is you don't understand. This is exactly the story you've been waiting for. This <laughs> is the turn. This is the story of Ben Solo becoming Kylo Ren And so, um, I mean, this goes back to probably five minutes after everybody walked out of the force awakens and we felt like we didn't really get that story. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. everybody's like, Oh man, I really wish we could have seen more of this. Um, and, uh, it looks like we're officially going to get it. John, what, what did you think of this? I know you said something about buying comics. Yeah. I haven't bought a comic. Like I used to have a subscription to like, Marvel and DC characters and every week you'd go and get the new ones and then that sort of thing. I honestly, I don't, I can't think of the last comic I bought maybe since the mid nineties. I have no idea, but I will buy these. Uh, I'm very, I love Kylo Ren. I'm very interested in this story. I think for once it, it's a comic that will fortify how I go into seeing this movie as opposed to, you know, how I feel about some of the other comics. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the whole Knights of Ren thing, like, I'm very curious to see where they play a role here. Um, so I'm very excited about this. Uh, I wonder how much Snoke's going to play a part in it. But it's a short series, probably be able to knock it out rather quickly. The only question I'm not sure about, because I tried to look for the release dates on this, will all four issues be released before the movie comes out? I know it says December, 
Will it all come out at once? Like, I, I don't know if I've seen anything on that. I, I doubt no it would come out at once. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't really think about the release dates particularly. It says December and the movie comes out the third week in December. So if it's not all at once and you figure it's once a week, then we're not getting this whole run until after the movie comes out. Mm. So How odd. Yeah. Yeah, unless unless there's more information that comes out by the time this airs, I apologize. But what I saw in the release said December 2019. The movie comes out. People are going to see it by December 19th in the U.S. anyway for, for the preview night, Thursday night. So that's 19 days. That's four issues. If you do one a week, you're taking it to the end of December. So if that's what they do. It wouldn't even be one a week, though, because almost every comic book comes out monthly. So this may be something that's just like you have to read this as a prequel uh prequel prequel like you're not unless gonna be able to... they do do month, uh weekly they do weekly every new comic wednesday hmm. no but not of uh, like they'll do like star wars proper line will come out the first wednesday and then it won't come out until the first wednesday of the next mm. month but the mm. second wednesday of that month might be like dr afra and like that darth maul one shot or something mm-hmm. right like, there's always comics that are coming out every week but it's never the same line as so it far makes as I'm me aware. Now, it, every issue is a month later. Maybe right. this isn't re- like, you know, requ- I hate that word, required reading for this movie because obviously it predates The Force Awakens too, um, of course. But I guess maybe it's just one of those things. It's like you saw the end of this character uh, or, you know, because this, the end of the Skywalkers, now this is how he became that. I, I don't know if that tells anything. I guess it doesn't really. But, you know, maybe... You know, sometimes what they do is they know the first issue is coming out and it, like, tees up something. And mm. then once the movie's out, then the second issue can go into details that are now revealed. Interesting. Right, from the movie, yeah. Yeah, okay. from the movie. Because they, e- they do way. that sometimes... I'm 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 really into this, and it's probably like I said, give me the first comic I, I buy in a long time. Well, cool, um, mm-hmm. Lacey. Anything to add to that? I mean, we all know I'm excited. Nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm pumped that it's Charles Soule. He's fabulous. He's a great writer. Uh, he did the Darth Vader series. Um, he's a really <clears throat> great guy. I've hung out with him before. <laughs> he's actually really nice. <laughs> he's a nice guy. Stop. Uh, he did Irish exit my event though. He like mm. peaced out <laughs> without telling anyone. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I loved how he put that it's from Ben to Ren. And I was like, that's perfect. That's what I want to know. And oh, he said, rhymes. Yes. Uh, and I liked how excited he was to write it and how he wants to tell the story just as much as we want to hear it. And he says that we're not even ready for it which I can't even imagine what that means. But hmm. yes, I am excited for a Kylo Ren story. How about then, James, what do you like? The Knights of Ren, they're obviously a big part of this because they're on the cover. Do you think it's going to be like, we're going to get to know the Knights of Ren at all in this thing? Or is it going to be like, and then Knight of Ren 3 walks up and it's like, you know what I mean? Is it going to be like based, Thomas? Based on how they whatever? handle the Inquisitors, which I hate to make that comparison because we... we say that all the time that's not the same as the inquisitors but they're the only thing that we really can compare to they're kind of like side bad guys mm-hmm. <laughs> group of side bad guys with numbers <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um based on how they handle that they just kind of like are there and they'll like mention their name like 
you know, brother, fifth brother, you know, or something like that. They'll just kind of say their name. Um, so I really don't know that we'll learn more about them, but I think the origin of like getting that confirmation of like, they really are the handful of students that chose to go with him, sure. you know, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. I think that first issue will definitely clear that up and we'll be like, Oh, okay. So this is what they are. This is what they stand for. And that last page will be like, now that we're a team and a thing, then the next three issues. I think yeah. it's going to explain they'll do what something happened as the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And I think oh, they're going to explain what... over the course of the four. No, I think they're going to explain what happened to the, the Jedi Academy in this oh, series. Oh no. Yeah. I think they might explain that. that. Doesn't that hmm. seem like, cause this will probably be a good selling comic, but a lot of Star Wars fans don't buy comics. Doesn't that seem like that is a really big story to tell in a comic? Not necessarily, because as you know it right now, as a general fan, take your mind out of your your own bubble. Like my parents, my casual friends at work, right? They don't see it as I need to know what happened at the academy. They see it as it, stuff went down. He's bad now. Okay. Like the only people that really want to know what happened is us. So why wouldn't they the, use the comic to the explain only, that? I you're right, but the only reason why I disagree with you is because they keep in in the last two movies they show us glimpses of moments. Around I'm not saying the they Academy. won't talk about it in the movie, John. I'm saying that they'll go into detail in the. But comic. I'm saying because of the teases, I think people do want to know what happened. I disagree with that. I don't think people care as much as Star Wars fans care. Hmm. Okay. Like, I, I don't think the casual fan cares. Leave a comment <laughs> and let us know what you Not think. Not what you think. No. What let us know you what, your, other let us know what your brother, your cousin, your uncle, <laughs> right. and your mom, and your coworkers think about the Academy but and what happened. Imagine if this comic book sets it up like Anchorman, where they go around the table and they're like, hi, I'm Ren number four. <laughs> and yeah, right. <laughs> I like pizza and killing yeah. people with this thing. And 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> and then you they go to the next guy, thing. and he's like, I'm just the chill one. I like right. hanging out and playing dominoes. And then they go to the third guy, and he like doesn't talk. Oh, he yeah. doesn't talk. And then he's it's like, like... I love lightsaber. <laughs> he's like, yeah. do you really love lightsaber? <laughs> when James was talking about setting up who these people were, I was like, that's all I kept thinking about. My <laughs> It was Brick putting the mayo into the toaster. <laughs> anyway... I digress. <laughs> I would like to extend to you an invite to the Knights of Ren party. <laughs> it says like, uh, you saw Solo, but did you see Solo? Did you really see it? Did you look in the background? Did you see this thing? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's me, baby. Yeah, yeah. Ren number seven. Yeah. Um, I do sick tricks with my pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to make this a parody before... Uh, know, Rise please. of Skywalker comes out. If, it's if just someone like, does, I better get credit. <laughs> the the Knights of Ren, but it's like uh, a situational comedy show. Yeah. Kinda, where they all have to live like in an apartment. <laughs> yeah. like Do you remember that like Dexter's Laboratory spinoff with the um, three superheroes and they all had to live in an apartment together? No. No. You don't remember I barely that? remember Dexter's Laboratory. Really? Yeah. There I was know like of the, it. But. The Hulk guy, there was like a 
Patriot, like Captain Patriot or something. And he's supposed to be like Captain America. And then there was a <laughs> Thor dude, but he was like metal. His name was like Val Hallen or something like that. <laughs> you don't remember any of that? I right, don't. Anyway. Not and they had to now. tackle the everyday life of like changing light bulbs and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, the other thing that was mentioned <laughs> or announced at uh, San Diego Comic-Con was the Rise of Skywalker Allegiance Prelude comic series. Again, we're still talking about comics. Um, this thing is kind of interesting because they basically kind of give us this. I, I think it's a combination of all four covers, right? So it's a, it's another four-part miniseries. Mm-hmm. And they put all of them together. And just like the banner at Celebration, it kind of makes this uh scope of the um the whole sequel saga in in a way but it looks like it's just the stuff that's going to happen in the comics i don't know it's just kind of interesting there's a lot of stuff in there that we're like whoa when did that happen or oh how does that person fit into this and you know it's just kind of interesting um they really didn't give us a lot of details about this but they did say that it's going to um you know set up the rise of skywalker so uh, Lacey, I'm back at you. Does this interest you at all? Do you like the cover? Um, would this be something you would pick up on your way to pick up that other Kylo Ren thing? Yeah, I totally pick it up because Ray is fighting this crazy animal <laughs> in the first one that everyone's like, yeah. what is it? What does it mean? That is a and, Magic the Gathering card if I've ever seen one. Right? And she's not <laughs> even fighting it with her lightsaber. She's using her staff. I'm like, yeah. girl, you got a lightsaber on your belt. Why are you using the staff? <laughs> Right. Um, and then I see Amon Calamari on there. There's a lot to unpack from this. C3PO and R2D2, John. I know. Finally, Poe's giving a Seems smoldering like it's been, look. Been updated. Yeah. Yeah. C3PO not wearing armor or, or holding guns. <laughs> what about what about um, Princess Leia up at the top, and then back to back Rose Tico and Admiral Akbar. Yeah, that is that. that is that Akbar. I don't though? think that's Akbar. I think is it's. It not? I think it's Akbar's son or someone Akbar's related. Son. I think they're I don't getting think it. it's. I don't think it's Akbar because Akbar's dead. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I I got the impression that that was like the beginning, like no, because it's kind is, of leading up to. I think my this understanding is, all is this post takes place. The Last yeah. Jedi. This yeah. takes place during the year or something leading up to. So that that creature, I'll I'll take the Baney route and say that's probably a new creature, but it reminds me of one of the creatures, and I I, top off top of my head, I forget one of the creatures from the arena in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, with the they had the head of that in Galaxy's Edge on the wall. Yeah, one of the horned ones. Yeah, Um, but the one thing I. I and I'm like the worst with observations because I'd be like, <laughs> you see this, the stormtrooper helmet in the middle? You see that? <laughs> I look at the look at the cranes in the far left there. It looks like something's being built. And there's Chewbacca or something like. Like, Chewbacca. do you see that? It looks like either like well, it almost looks like an oil rig machine or cranes, uh, like by the Falcon in the back there. Yeah, I didn't take it that way. I, that looked to me just I like did see that scraps of like ships because it looks like she's in the middle of like a scrapyard or something and I just saw that it's like upward Man. debris. What if she's got like, that Falcon mask though? What if the first order is like oh, yeah, that's a good point. trying to just either mine from or take from Death Star 2 and they're trying to regather resources or what if the resistance is doing that? Like I don't know. I mean why would they throw those things in there? Uh, to me they look like construction cranes. Do you know what's funny? This is this is kind of weird. 
I, I was not zoomed in on the photo, and now that I zoomed in, I go, oh, yeah, that's not Admiral Akbar. And I'm like, can I tell <laughs> facial features of Amon Calamari? Did Admiral Akbar wear turtlenecks? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it definitely doesn't look like him now that I'm zoomed in, for sure. How about Han? Uh, Han. I just said Han. I can't believe it. Poe Dameron holding a, a DL-44 blaster. Was that a, a little uh, leftover backup blaster from... Uh, Han and the Falcon? I don't remember Poe having one of those. He's got like some the, leftover five o'clock shadow, though. Yeah. I like yep. the uh, the extra vest thing. I know he's got, like, the scarf, but this looks more like the, um, what do they call it? It's like a poncho, almost. It's like mm-hmm. a big, heavy right. thing. He looks like uh, even it, like less jungle Poe and a little more vagabond Poe. <laughs> jungle Cruise Poe? I like the word yeah. vagabond. Yeah. That what about Kylo word. Ren's like striped outfit? Is this the first we've seen really up close of what that could look like? I well, his poncho is interesting. Yeah, is that because is that what he's going to be wearing when he's fighting in what looks like the rain? Uh, it's or not whatever? a poncho; no. it's his cape. Yeah, it looks a little yeah. ponchoy. It's the cape you see in the clip they showed at celebration. He's wearing the same cape. Who wears a cape like that? I don't it's know. Like, it's it's definitely interesting. It looks like a his cape robe. doesn't. Okay, his cape doesn't actually go on as a cape. It just mm-hmm. sits on his shoulders, and I know this because of the costume that they had at the show. But it just sits on his shoulders. So if he has okay. his arms underneath, it could still sit on his shoulders. Because hmm. to me, it looks like Clint Eastwood, like Old West. It looks like he's wearing like a poncho, like a black leather poncho. I don't know, but they got his lips wrong. Okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, I knew that okay. was coming at some point. Uh, <laughs> now, what's this Wookiee on the right? Yeah, what? do you? Uh, that doesn't look like Chewbacca to me. Sometimes he gets stylized a little bit. There's also <laughs> next to another alien there. Right. Um, that alien guy looks species, like the guy from Rogue One. It definitely looks familiar. We've seen that species before. We've definitely seen the species before, and I can't think of what they're they're called. Um, but I think they're, they're also, oh, that makes sense. So they said that Leia in one of the books was going to go back to the Moncala, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And on Moncala, it's, it's, um, their species and, uh, this species that both live on that planet. So this could be part of the whole, like, we need, a, we need fleet, so they go back and they like maybe are negotiating with this character. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Oh, I mean, and the fact that we're attacking this thing right now and it's literally a journey to the Rise of Skywalker comic <laughs> promo photo um, just shows how hungry we are for information. John, but do you I, want news? But I, I find it. Leave it. I want some <laughs> news. But it uh, is interesting in this whole entire yeah. image. Ray isn't using a lightsaber. She's always using the staff. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 I don't know. And obviously the the apparatus. She's bre- using the breathing apparatus thing um, from so the Falcon. Yeah. Going underwater. Um, I don't know. I I when I first saw this thing pop up, I was so interested in this image. Um, so good. Good on you, Marvel and uh, Lucasfilm with this one. Um, very cool. I'm curious if the comic lives up to it. It's called Allegiance. So, well, the other me, question is, what are the planets? People coming together. 
Um, I thought yeah. about the planets too, but I don't know. They might just be relative to the comic and not so much the movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's a purple planet and then like a greenish blue planet. The greenish blue planet is probably Moncala. Yeah. So what's the purple planet? Because they wouldn't just make Pon-pala. a planet a red. <laughs> they wouldn't just make it a random color. Like they obviously chose that color on purpose. Yeah, I mean that would be the color. Will probably be exposed to whatever planet that is. Well, I heard. Con- I, I heard mean, Prince is in episode nine, and I think that's oh, just there. Cool. It yes. is yeah. grasping, just really. No, people like that. Okay, reaching for it. All right, like Kylo Ren reaching in this image. John is reaching for jokes right now. You never reach when you make a Prince drop. Okay, that's always there's always room for Prince. <laughs> <laughs> and little red Corvettes. I guess the thing that I keep zooming in on are like the little details. So like under Ray's arm is like a panel of like, you know, dark side Imperial panel. Like they mm-hmm. chose to put that there. And when is this thing is. coming out? I don't know. Cause James. we keep looking at the image here, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking right now. Allegiance. Um, I think it's, Oh, that's fall, what right? I was going to say. The allegiance. And then you also have allegiant general pride. Yeah. Mm. which is interesting. Um, I don't see a date on this. I think. Yeah. I'm not looking, I'm not seeing any date on the article. Okay. It says, says, look look for more information information on the series later this year. Uh, Yeah. So the series is titled journey to the rise of Skywalker allegiance. Oh, there we go. In the update, it will be released this October. Oh, okay. Probably at comic con. Yeah, so if it comes out this Force October, Friday. it's four issues. That means the whole thing's going to be out before the movie comes out. Um, and again, you don't know if it's one of those things that reveals too much, but it may help um, set you up and ap- get the uh, appetizer going uh, heading into the movie. But again, I was shocked at how cool this image was. Uh, so that alone, um, I was interested in. Because a lot of times the, these types of images come out, I'm just like, yeah, all right. With what Snoke sitting in front of a, a tree. Right. Mm-hmm. Jar Jar Banks holding a lightsaber. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? It's a it's a topless wood chopping Han Solo. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> yes, that is bizarre. So yeah. weird. So, <laughs> so, so uh, weird. All right, well, that's pretty much all the news we got for you this week. Um, there were a couple other things that happened, and we're going to send that over to our scoundrel, our own personal scoundrel, so that he can do what he likes to call a rundown. I think he made okay. up that word. In five, four, three, two, one. Punch, Punch it! it. Okay, we're getting good at that. All right, guys. (laughs) Vader Immortal, the VR game from ILM X Lab. Uh, Concept art came out about the first episode and the second episode of the game. And they went into a lot of details showing uh, Vader being kind of spied on by us, the player, and seeing him in a more of a, I guess, vulnerable state that he doesn't allow a lot of people to see and him in anguish and getting angry and thinking about Padme, of course. Um, and also dealing with this uh, Black Bishop character uh, and uh, the the tomb there and encountering that character and what might be involved with that. Um, either way, um, the game is very interesting and it's a situation where you're going to be using the Force as your power because Vader destroys your lightsaber in uh, the first episode. So 
that's setting you up for the second episode of this game. I haven't played it yet. James, you got to flirt with it a little bit at uh, Celebration. I know you did your video on it, so go check out James, uh, his review of the test run of that on our uh, YouTube channel. Um, Vader after, Immortal, after Vader Immortal is pretty much brought to you by um, uh, Guillermo del Toro. It's like so weird and creepy. It is weird. <laughs> All um, the character designs and stuff. It actually reminds me of a Vader comic when you think about it. How it kind of yeah. takes you, it takes you inside the peeling away the onion layers of Darth Vader. Anyway, but, the one uh, thing that stood out to me about it though was that they have you in Episode Two crawling through a ventilation shaft and spying yeah. on Vader as right. he's like in his private moment. I was like, so you're basically like dieharding. Episode right. two of this, like crawling yeah. through. Like, do you actually have to get on the floor to do that? Because it's VR. Like, what what's going on? It's like Vader said, come out to the castle. We'll have some laughs. Like, come on. <laughs> in. Um, yeah, you feel like a TV dinner, like John McClane, for sure. All right, guys. So <laughs> the struggling and failing Disney Parks Galaxy's Edge had an announcement to make. <laughs> That they've had a their millionth rider on the Smuggler's Run Millennium Falcon ride. So bring your Purell and all those sorts of things because a million people have sat in that seat and you'll be where others have gone before. So, but that's a, I don't know if that's good or not. Is that good? A million? I have no idea. Neither do I. But they announced it, so they wanted people to know that. So there you go. Uh, next, guys, Star Wars Resistance is coming out on DVD only on August 20th in terms of physical releases. And we did a little bit of poll on that. And we said Star Wars Resistance has been out on digital HD for a while and will only be released physically on DVD. Where do you stand regarding the home video release of the show's first season? 13% of you said own it on digital. 22% said you'll buy the DVD. 28% said you'll stream it when provided, where provided, and 37% of you, the winning vote, said you will be not be purchasing um, the DVD uh, or the, the series of Star Wars Resistance. So that's where people stand on Season 1 of Resistance. Curious to see what we get promoting uh, Season 2 as we move forward, because that should be coming out, I believe, in November. So uh, look forward to that. But no Blu-rays. Sorry, guys. That's uh, not going to be happening. But what is going to be happening is the end to the Scoundrels Rundown. So we're going to send it over to Lacey to dive into your questions, which we love so dearly in our segment called Ask the Resistance. So Chewie, my co-pilot, my best friend, you look good for your age. Get us out of here. All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Resistance. You have Star Wars questions. Hopefully uh, we have some pretty good Star Wars answers. I've been wondering. What are midi-chlorians? First up is Stephen Irizarry at Stephen underscore Matthew. And he asks, do you think the rise of Kylo Ren will focus mainly on how Snoke corrupted him or his training with Luke? Um, I'm going to take this question because ladies first and because I like Kylo Ren. Um, I think that this series is going to probably show a little bit of his training with Luke. It's probably going to kick off after the whole Jedi Temple incident. But I think it's going to mainly focus on how Snoke corrupted him, his training, how it plays into the Knights of Ren and him and Snoke. Um, I think that's where it's going to be based. I don't think Luke is going to play. Luke was kind of just like the catalyst to drive him over that cliff. 
I don't think Luke is the defining factor of why Ben Solo went to the dark side. I think he was just like the last straw, so to speak. Uh, the last Jedi straw. But um, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I hope that answers your question. Up next is Matthew Olson at Molson Man 86. And he asks, with Alphabet Squadron and other materials bringing it up recently, do you think we will get anything in the rise of Skywalker in regards slash relation to Operation Cinder? James, what do you think? So when I first read the question, I, I was immediately like, no, just because I was like, nobody knows what that is. It's a weird reference. And I do know what exactly what you mean, because Alphabet Squadron takes place at a specific time and they they talk about Operation Cinder a lot in there. And it's just like her, the main character's like particular PTSD. Like she just keeps going back to that. Like, why did I participate? James. She has to like process all that. What? Can I just ask you really quick to the people that might not know what that is? Can you just explain it really quickly so that they have a better understanding uh, what the answer is? Post-traumatic stress disorder is no, when no, no. you... Operation no, Operation Cinder. Kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> operation well, this, this this goes to my question Oper- operation cinder is something that people don't know they're not aware of it so if you right. come into and you, they say it in the movie or whatever it's not going to mean anything to anybody so I, that's why i was like no what oh. operation cinder is is the contingency plan of i feel like i've explained this before even on the thing but uh it's a contingency plan of the emperor if the emperor fell like if Death Star falls <laughs> if uh, King number one or prime number one, whatever you want to say, uh, falls, then everybody or not everybody, but like a particular group of people were informed on what was supposed to happen. And it was really like the destruction of key worlds. So like uh, particular genocides and stuff. Um, it, it's really detailed in, in a lot of the um, subsequent comics and books. Shattered Empire is the main one, probably. But uh, the only thing about this is I I hope, I, I feel like Operation Cinder are two words that if they said that just, just as a throwaway thing, because they say stuff like that in Star Wars all the time, like a uh, bounty hunter on Ord Mantell, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's something made up. Like it's fine. Just every once in a while, give us like what Solo did, like, oh, you're the you killed Aura Singh. We know who Aura Singh is. That means something to people. If you don't know who it is, it's just a throwaway name. You know, it's right. somewhat world building. If you put in a new character, a random character, then, but I feel like operation Cinder really could be one of those things of like, if they mention it and the fact that Palpatine's coming back means that like operation Cinder maybe didn't even have to happen or something. I don't know. There mm-hmm. could be a cool time. I just, I hope they say it. Just just to say those two words and make so many people happy. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. James bringing happiness to the masses. Next is Noah Korth at Noah underscore Korth. And he said, seeing as how similar the Mandalorian and Boba Fett look, how do you think they are going to make the Mandalorian stand out from Boba Fett? John. I want to answer this. I really do. But <laughs> I wanted to kind of piggyback really just quickly on James's uh, answer to his question. Um, when Palpatine would go dating, he would use um, Operation Tinder. I don't know if you guys knew that, but that's what he did back then. 
You good? You got it out? Yeah, I'm good. Operation Tinder, I said. Okay. <clears throat> Boba Fett and the Mandalorian. How they'll make them different. Simple. The Mandalorian is going to be a multi-dimensional character. Uh, we're going to have the helmet off. Pedro Pascal is an emotive and talented actor. We're going to see a humanized Mandalorian. We're going to see, I know Boba Fett's not a Mandalorian, but a humanized version of that type of character, whereas Boba Fett was just kind of like, there he was, side character, did his thing. You didn't really empathize with him until maybe when you saw him when he was a kid holding his dad's head. I get that. But adult, adult version-wise... The Mandalorian is just going to be a different type of animal where they're going to get peel back the layers and really get to know this character as a person. Because if he's the main character of this series, they, you have to do that. You're not just going to have some character just shooting guns for no reason. They're going to get to the core of this guy and you're going to see a, a layer of uh, a specific person uh, in that way. So um, I think that's pretty much the, be the best way to answer that. And, and mm -hmm. uh, that's not to say we won't see Boba Fett in that way in the future. I don't think we will because I, was, I, was, I still think we'll get old school Boba Fett coming back. I think the, the Mandalorian is going to be a totally different animal. And um, the, the similarities are going to end with the look of the armor. Um, so I think that's that, Noah. Hope that was good enough for you. Nice. So we have two more questions. We're going to answer the first one quickly and the second one extremely click quickly. Literally name it and that's it. Bing, Ooh. bang, boom. Troopers in the room. Nice. <laughs> I didn't write that. John did. Okay. Oh. So first is Samuel at G Master G Merrick 08. He asks, do you think Palpatine will reuse any of his famous catchphrases in The Rise of Skywalker? John, we're going to start with you because you love Palpatine. Do you think they're going to do that? No, I hate catchphrases in Star Wars. I don't think they exist. <laughs> I think they're stupid. I think hello there, the, that, that callback was kind of ridiculous. Uh, I, no, they're dumb. Catchphrases in Star Wars are stupid. Uh, so no, I hope we don't see Palpatine saying something like, I don't even know unlimited power or something like no it does no that's not star wars let let marvel do that sort of thing or or john mcclain like we talked about in Die Hard. like palpatine's not gonna be like yippee kaye operation cinder it's not gonna happen so no so john i have a bad feeling about this and it's that they're going to do that and use some type of catchphrase because they have so far they've used little callbacks here and there with what i have a bad feeling about this that's not a catchphrase. That's that's a everyone share it. It's a it's a like a Star Wars thing. It's a meme. Yeah, it's, it's a kind of a Star Wars catchphrase. It's like one of those things that well, like. But it's not yeah. a character catchphrase. Does Palpatine really have any character catchphrases? No, that's my point. All right, sassy, calm down. Well, I I the answer to my question that, that I was going <laughs> to say was yes. I do think he will. But I was trying to think of a good example, and Lacey, I'm kind of stumped too. There's not really a good one, but what I the what I did come up with is like maybe Kylo Ren walks into the room and he like sees him and he like bows to him, and then the Vader's like standing there and he goes rise, and it's like not really a catchphrase, but it's like oh, it's like what he or said good. In, good, good maybe yeah. I mean like that's not that's not a catchphrase, but it. Eh, maybe do it. Yeah, do it would I'll be the catchphrase. No, if you he won't. says yep. do it, that's the catchphrase thing. All right. If he says that, I'm turning to you going, get out. I will get out. J.J. Uh, Abrams should be embarrassed if he does that. <laughs> do it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call up JJ and say, do it. Like the worst, it, the worst creative person in the world probably wouldn't do that. They'd be like, that's, that's ridiculous. John, that's not true. You think someone right. would do that? I, yeah, I definitely think like they, they'll, dude, George Lucas did all sorts of stuff and he's very creative. Do did it. All he, sorts of, that no was the first time he did do it. Stuff. He didn't redo what? do it. All right. So the next question. No, I'm talking about, never mind. Comes from rural farm boy at a rural farm boy who is an adamant fan of hashtag make solo to happen. So thank Excellent. you for that. Excellent. Um, so they ask each of the three of you are wearing stormtrooper armor. Which armor are you wearing? Parentheses. So which trooper variant would you choose to wear if you could pick one? Uh, I'll go first. I would choose Sith trooper because it's red. John? You go. Death <laughs> trooper. Ooh. Absolutely. I would choose the first order stormtrooper because I like the old school stormtroopers, but this one I feel like it's updated, so I have a better chance. There you go. Better chance at what? <laughs> Update. Like, no, updated. Like, like maybe the armor's better. Like seeing and surviving. Well, like, they can they filter out smoke but in. not toxins. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. They the stormtroopers from A New Hope it just like look like they just they had no shot. They're just falling everywhere. Well, they didn't filter they, smoke. <laughs> that was the problem. And they couldn't Not see. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad James and I got that. They can filter out smoke, yes. but not toxic. By the way, did she you looks at him like? Did you guys know that um, that line of Luke when he's with Han and they bring Chewie into the detention area and Luke says, "I can't see in this thing." That wasn't uh, scripted, but he didn't realize yeah, yeah. they were still filming, so they kept it in. I yeah, I love, love that. that stuff. I love that. Me too. Me too. Guys, thank you so much for your questions. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N and send your Star Wars questions our way. And maybe you could be on the show. We'll talk about your handle, give you a good answer, hopefully. And John will give you lame jokes, like Tinder jokes, because they're so good. John, back to you. I don't know. I don't know what she's talking about. Lame jokes. (laughs) Crushed. (laughs) Guys, speaking of at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N, if we haven't yet, we're close to 5,000 followers. So I want to thank everybody who has joined us over on that social media platform. Um, but in addition to that, you can't always get everything we're doing, right? So make sure you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, anywhere you can find a podcast. You can probably find us. Uh, and if you can't, let us know and we'll get up on there. Um, also guys, uh, make sure you, uh, check out our T public store where you can get one of these bad boys right here. And if you're watching on YouTube or not watching YouTube, I'm holding up a make solo Two happen t-shirt tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast. Um, we have 40 designs. James designed most, uh, designs, most of them. So check those out. Uh, also make sure you go to starwarsnewsnet.com and that's going to be every day for your latest star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. And as I said, you can't stop on Twitter. We do have a Patreon page where we have exclusive content that we're posting pretty much every day. And that is at patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Not kidding when I say every day. Lacey, you're pretty busy over there, huh? Sometimes. 
Sometimes. Yes. So um, <laughs> go check it out. We have five tiers starting at only two bucks a month. And that grants you access to the base. And you get to check out uh, all of our new content on there. And again, we, we're just getting started with a lot of great things we're doing over there. So at least hop over there and check it out. And if you dig it, find the tier that's right for you and sign on up. We appreciate the support. And speaking of appreciating support, I want to say a big thank you to our generals of the resistance, we're looking at Carmelo, who likes to be called a great Jedi, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Len Brown, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, and Val Trichkoff. Generals, we thank you so much. We appreciate it. Guys, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at StarWarsNewsNet.com. James, how about you, bud? You can find me on Twitter and also on Instagram at MeyerTrunks. Excellente. Lacey Gillerin. People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Yay. 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 And will she be saying yay on Thursday? Because, guys, Thursday, we're bringing back Who Are You? That is our quote guessing game. Is that the first quote? Who said yay? Padme. Now I got to cross Gillerin. I now, win. Now I got to cross that off my list because that was going to be it. <laughs> Yep. Damn it. <laughs> it. It was a gonk droid. There you go. Spoiler. <laughs> Guys, we're going to be playing Who Are You on Thursday. We're che- tweaking it a little bit, changing it up a little bit. So uh, enjoy your weeks. We hope you enjoy this episode. Um, and thanks for being a part of the Resistance. We'll see you guys on Thursday morning, as always, with another episode right here on the Resistance broadcast. See you around, kids. Bye. Bye.